Hey guys, you're listening to Parties Over Podcast, and this week's episode is brought to you by Sea Dog Hard Seltzer. Sea Dog recently released their hard seltzers, and they come in three different flavors wild blueberry, juicy raspberry, and black cherry. And we absolutely love them. And and I may or may not be on a juicy raspberry kick, just saying. Honestly, I'm, I'm about like malt, all of the flavors. I mean, last week I was like blueberry all the way. Now I'm raspberry, so stay tuned for next, next week. Next week's black cherry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for now, let's get into the episode. Everything always falls together. Even if that hadn't fallen together, something would have, and that's where the stupid confidence comes from but i've always believed that like it's gonna work out regardless wait what do you mean it's over hello how can i help All right, guys, welcome back to Parties Over Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Liz. And I am Ashley, the blonde of the podcast. Are we going to do this every time? We haven't done it. This is the same intro. If you guys don't know, I have brown hair. Also, yeah, I feel like if there's anyone new who has, you know, never seen us, have you ever listened to a podcast and then been so shocked when you see the people? Me with every podcast. Right, so it helps to, like, put a face to the Okay, name. I have brown eyes, brown hair. I'm kind of short um i don't want to describe myself i wouldn't use that grid of descripting words i'm I'm gonna put a period at the end of mine and be done with that yeah (laughs) so anyways we just wanted to we have some new listeners and we want to tell you guys a little bit about ourselves so liz and i we were actually random college roommates now we surprised right decent friends we get along okay okay things are a little rocky here and there yeah we fight a lot a lot we're actually about to get a divorce a friend divorce <laughs> so anyways um yeah we were random roommates now we are business partners and co-host which is a fun thing to say yeah we've really advanced our relationship yeah i feel like you made a great point we haven't really done a little intro in a while we're really excited this week we have uh feels like a celeb us you know honestly i feel like i've been watching her on stage when i used to work for waterfront concerts i would see her on stage like announcing and dancing and i was like she is the life of the party like i want her confidence then when we started this podcast i was like she would be great because i want to know who she really is after the podcast off air we were like all right tell us everything we can do better like we need to learn (laughs) from a pro and we haven't introed her yet but we are talking with Haley from Hot Radio Maine today, and we're so excited because, like, when she walked through the door, she came to my home, which we love having guests mm-hmm. come to our houses because it just really makes you feel connected with them. But she walked the door and, like, said hi, and I was like, whoa, this is wild. Like, I listened to you on the radio. And her voice. And her the, voice. Is, obviously, it's the exact same, but, like, we're also doing the same thing, recording our voice. But crazy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's really but you. She, yeah, she just is equally as fun on air she's in person yeah that's just her personality which i thought was amazing and we didn't really know her obviously when she came here now i feel like we're friends like honestly friends she was really great i mean and just to attest to her character because i feel like it's kind of nice when you're listening to someone's story to know that they're a good person too she was so just i don't know like really supportive of the podcast and really encouraging 
and just offering to help in any way she can. And that's just like, I feel like for Liz and I, that really means so much to us, especially being like small and trying to like do this thing to have that support is really nice. And uh, she had such an interesting story and she is really great at her job. I mean, she does a good job, so it makes for She's a very... definitely an entertainer. I was going to say, were... it makes for an entertaining podcast. Yeah, we hope that you guys are entertained. It was it was probably our most fun episode yet. Not downplaying, downplaying any of the other ones, but it was just like we were laughing. Yeah. Like, it was like a party in here. I like what you said. It's different when we get to record in person because some things, like as, much, as great as Zoom is and video, it gets lost in translation because you can't, you know... I don't know, laugh and joke as much as you could in person. So with that being said, Haley has a great story. We learn a lot about confidence, going for your dreams, just, you know, taking the risks and I don't know, just be having fun with life and still being a decent human being at the end of the day. So with that being said, let's get into the episode with Haley. Hi guys, we're back on Parties Over Podcast and we're here with Haley from Hot Radio Maine. Welcome to Parties Over Podcast, Haley. We're so happy to have you. I'm so excited. Thank you, guys. I just realized I'm so much more nervous recording with someone that is on the radio than I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, because now I'm like, oh, my speaking is not so good, oh and like she's going to be on it. You guys are amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> the second Liz clicked record, I'm like, oh my god, I can't talk. So uh, first of all, we kind of want to get into what we always ask our guests is, what was your childhood? You know, where, what was your dream job? Where did you grow up? That kind of thing. Easy enough. Well, it's so embarrassing to say this out loud, but I remember as a kid, even like into my college years, this followed me too long. If people asked me what it I wanted to do when I grew up, I always would say I wanted to be a rock star, which is very stupid because I'm not musically talented at all. Like <laughs> I can't be a rock star. You somehow got Honestly, into it, it though. Thank yeah. you, girl. So yeah, I guess what I meant by that when I was saying it was I wanted to entertain or like do something of that nature, which did work out for me. Um, still not a rockstar but i'm not giving up on that completely yet i grew <laughs> up in nashua new hampshire which is like right on the border of massachusetts born and raised there and so i'm a new new england girl <laughs> if you will yeah. i think you were definitely born to entertain i remember that my first memory of you um from my old job i used oh, to watch no. you at the hut shows you would be on stage dancing and we would always be like that girl has so much confidence she's Aww. up there like performing i'm like why are we even having artists go after oh. her like let her take the stage honestly that is such an honor and that's been one of the biggest bummers of 2020 is this stupid pandemic honestly that's how and i mean like the shout out to the music industry in general like that is hot i know i actually did want to talk about that mm-hmm. just with port city closing i'm so very bad. upset and everything going on and i know that you probably have a lot of thoughts about it as well Liz sent it to me and was like please remind me like we need to hit this topic because yeah. in especially like they were talking being on the radio during the pandemic and just how did that affect your business and oh. the industry in general? I mean, it's affected everybody, mm-hmm. of course, but for us specifically in many ways, like we got to a point where only a couple of us were physically going into the radio station. I did still go in through the pandemic, but that was tough for a lot of people. We've had to lose clients in advertising because businesses have closed mm-hmm. or just can't afford to advertise and like I said, the probably the biggest thing or at least most heartbreaking for me is not being able to do shows or events because that's such a big part 
of radio. A lot of people think, oh, it's just like something we listen to in our car, but we're so much more than that. Like we love having shows or just being out in the general public, DJing, broadcasting live, and we can't do any of that. So it's kind of a mess. And the loss of Port City is so heartbreaking. And just the fact that that could happen to any venue or any business at this point in time um, is so terrible. I will say with all that being said, I'm very, very lucky that I still have my job. That above all, like I know a lot of people are not in that position where they still can say that. So I'm lucky for that. And people are still listening to us, which is very cool. Mm -hmm. I thought that it would really take a dip. And I'm sure it did a little bit because people aren't driving to work in the same way. But we still get callers as much as we always did and winners. And people are streaming us from home, which is a really good feeling. It seems like you guys have like a really consistent fan base that are like really attached to you Mm -hmm. and like calling it every morning. And I think I won tickets one time to Hoodie Allen or something. She's Oh my God, God, you're being modest. (laughs) She Don't fell, be coy. No, it was like five years ago. <laughs> fell on the ground crying, actually. Yeah, I got honest. to meet him. It was like She's a like, huge deal in my maybe, life. I think maybe I did this. I'm like, I have the video. Of you when did you this. Him. It was so, awesome. It was the hoodie on meet and greet we did. That oh, got postponed yeah. multiple times because of blizzards. Oh, yeah. That was actually, it's funny you say that. That was my first event. I worked with the radio station. Wow, I like what a just cool started start. working there. Yeah. That was from our days of putting it on our laptop before you guys moved to Bangor. That is exactly oh. it. I was like, oh my God, did they just say hoodie Allen? I'll text the picture to you later. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh, those are some great memories, honestly. Like, I that is like when I think of college, I really, that sticks out to me a lot. Yeah, that's, right. so that's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> a good one. Um, but okay, so also you guys have recently expanded your listeners. Yes. yes. So yes. where can people find you now? So now we are technically Hot Radio Main instead of Hot 1047. In January, we bought a signal in Bangor and in Lewiston, Auburn. So... 1029 and 100.3 respectively in those areas which is very awesome because that was my dream since starting at the radio station at first it's like okay we're super small like people love us around here but not Maine can't really consume us the way that would be really cool so now just being able to be near UMO that yeah. venue up in mm-hmm. Bangor and then Lewiston Auburn obviously god love you Lewiston Auburn <laughs> they have been coming through for us but now even more so in their car so that's awesome <laughs> that is awesome we got a little bit ahead talking about your job and we'll get back to like how you got your job yeah. and everything but um we know you grew up in New Hampshire so how did you decide to come to Maine in the first place yeah so when I was deciding on colleges I actually really wanted to move to Florida for no other reason than like it seemed fun and it was warm and something different and then very last minute like I had to put a deposit on a school that mm-hmm. last minute I went and visited schools in Florida I completely chickened out and was like no I can't be that <laughs> far away from my my mom <laughs> it's, it's really hard when you're 18 like I, yeah. I almost think if I would have been 20 I'm like oh I could have done it but 18 like no way That's, exactly yeah. I mean I still feel like a baby but I was mm-hmm. definitely a baby then so I was like you know what let's see if they have any type of programs in New England that I would want. And I really, what I knew I wanted to go to school for was music business because I loved music, but am not good at it, as I mentioned with the rock star thing. So I was like, if I learn the business side of it, I can do something with that. UMF, which is where I went to school, UMaine Farmington, was the only school I could find in this area that had that type of major. So I was like, 
looks like we're going to Farmington, Maine. Never had heard of it. Didn't know anything about it. It was the most like spontaneous, stupid thing I've ever done, but it was great. It worked out really well for me. Um, but really it just kind of stemmed because I didn't want to go to Florida anymore. (laughs) Farmington, Florida. Yeah, completely like opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, but I'm very glad I did. I'm super hardcore, like love UMF to this day. Isn't that so funny when that happens? We've had a few people that they've been like, oh, I really would love to be in this industry, Mm -hmm. but I don't either necessarily like see myself finding a job in it Mm -hmm. what was it oh theater she was like really into theater stuff but so she decided to learn like the business of theater production and stuff right and it's just such a unique way to still do something you love that I think a lot of people don't necessarily think of and like in high school and school you're not really taught to think outside the box like that sure it's straight up just like not a realistic thing for someone Mm -hmm. like oh, you tell your teacher, I want to be a rock star. They're like, okay, get something, you know. Right. How about an accountant? And you're like, maybe, like, steer me into something in the field. Right, right. So I think it's something that is just something that we can all teach either, like, our future children someday Mm -hmm. or just the people around us is just the opportunity that's out there. Right. So you are so fortunate that you, like, thought of that. Honestly, too, I'm very lucky to have great parents who would have let me – be a rock star (laughs) yeah literally to this day like my parents would have accepted anything I wanted to do which is rare also so that definitely helped kind of push me in a better direction for sure that's awesome so when you were in school um did you do any internships yeah so I interned that's how I got into radio period so I didn't really know what I wanted to do with music business whether that meant touring or working at a record label or whatever And I saw an internship for KISS 108, which is a radio station in Boston. And I was like, you know what? I've listened to them since I was a kid. That would be cool. Like, I don't really know what it entails, but I could give it a whirl. And I applied and just got it. And I lived in New Hampshire, so it was not a bad commute. And I did that for a summer and interned at KISS. And I've been in radio ever since I did that. I got another internship in Augusta that I did when I was in school and just like kept rolling with it. Did you so, just have like a good feeling about it? Like you're like, this This seems right. I'm not gonna lie. I just thought it would be like a cool experience. I didn't expect to necessarily fall in love with radio, but I thought, hey, I could try it and see. But we've learned so many people. I feel like a lot of times you think when you're in school too, you like, oh, I need an internship and you get like an internship, like whatever, just right. to check it off the box. But so many people that are currently like, we're interviewing because they're living like dream jobs have started from internships yes. and it's just I think we don't realize the importance of getting an internship in something you actually may have interest in or using that like to do something fun mm-hmm. you thought it'd be like a cool experience turned out to be your full career mm-hmm. just things like that for sure and with radio especially it is so hard to get a job in radio without internship experience True. so I'm very glad that I, I was gonna that. say it's not like there's a ton of different stations or even in Maine like there was you probably had your sights set on working at this particular radio station yes. after graduation I'm sure because it was like it's the cool thing yes <laughs> so um did you get that job right after graduation or what were your feelings after graduation I know you said that you really enjoyed your college experience yeah so yeah I did love UMF so I ended up living in Farmington for an extra year after college I have a boyfriend that I went to school with waited for him to graduate and just worked at a radio station in Augusta and then 
when it became time for him to graduate, I was like, we're not signing in Farmington <laughs> another year, you know, we do what we had to do. <laughs> and I was like, if I'm going to stay in Maine, because at that point I have no family here. I had right. nothing really tying me here. I was like, if I'm going to stay in Maine, I'm going to work for Hot 104.7 because I've always loved hip hop. I knew like that was kind of like the genre of music I was going to mm-hmm. work with. And they're still to this day the only hip hop station in the whole state of Maine. So I was like, I'm going to work here or I'm going to leave. <laughs> and that was... Your boyfriend's like, all right. He's like, God bless. At that, now we've been together like eight years, but at that point it hadn't been that long. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of like, you know, we'll see where this takes us. Um, but it really worked out and I'm still here. So we're both still here. So when you were about... So when you were nearing graduation or I guess like that new step, how were your feelings? Were you like excited to jump into your career? Were you kind of like, oh, I don't know, like... I feel like the reason like Liz and I always talk about this is we like you like we loved college we loved like the flexibility of it and then like thinking about going into a job was kind of daunting yes given your job was a little different than the everyday job so you were kind of like looking forward to something maybe but um you know can you relate it all or what were your thoughts for sure I mean I've always been stupidly confident like to the point where it's like it's helped me out because I just go for things that I probably shouldn't but it ended up working (laughs) out so I'm very grateful that I spent that extra year in Farmington because I think I would have been more scared if Mm -hmm. I hadn't done that I kind of got to wean myself away from college more with that experience but I was mostly excited. Like, I graduated with a job, which almost n- no one can really True. say in the field that I wanted. So yeah. almost no one can say that. I was commuting, like, 45 minutes to and from. So it wasn't, like, the ideal experience. It wasn't really the format of radio I wanted to work in. But it was a really good experience. So I was definitely mostly excited. Also scared because I'm like, am I leaving the state of Maine? What am I doing with my life? But once that was figured out... Everything always falls together. Even if that hadn't fallen together, something would have. And that's where the stupid confidence comes from. But I've always believed that. Like, it's going to work out regardless. I love the stupid confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like something that we're kind of trying, I think, both Liz and I, on being more of, like, risk takers. Mm-hmm. Um, not our strong. Like, I mean, this was a risk, like, doing the podcast and stuff. But, yet, yeah, any... Mm-hmm. Any advice you can give us on being risk takers or stupidly confident, (laughs) we will take it all. We're working on it. Just don't give a damn. Because, like, you can't fail. There's nothing you can do that you'll fail because you'll learn a lesson from it. And that's only going to help you. And I guess that's been kind of my mentality. Like, I literally don't give a damn (laughs) what what anyone thinks. You know, because I trust myself and just trust your gut. And if your gut is telling you that's the move. That's the move, and if it doesn't work out, like I said, you learn something from it, so who cares? Yeah, I, I think that's, like, the best advice you could give is just, like, don't care what yes. other people are, like, at the end of the day, you're not gonna, I mean, God forbid, you're not gonna die, like, it's, like, right. worst, what's worst case scenario, yes. like, you reset, restart, figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm telling myself this, everyone. I'm not just telling you guys. And she this. has it recorded, so when she listens back, she'll have to follow. <laughs> At the it. end of the day, the only person you have to answer to is yourself. So, I like, agree. who cares? Just make yourself proud. Also, okay, I heard you mentioned boyfriends. You have a yes. boyfriend. Yes, sweet Zachary. And you guys went to school together. Is yes. that how you met? I was his RA. That's very scandalous. <gasps> oh. That is so bad. The drama. Like, yeah, yeah, it was very I'm dramatic. Like, so you did drop the boyfriend thing. Mm-hmm. So We're gonna have to. UMF. 
rewind talking about it. Yeah, right. it was very scandalous. So you guys, you guys had a boy girl floor. That's pretty. We did. Wow. Yes. We were all girls. Really? You and Matt don't listen. You and Matt, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm gra- I got that diploma, so it's fine. Yeah, it's, my, it's mine now. Non-refundable. <laughs> but it was so so bad. Um, but <laughs> non-refundable. <laughs> so funny. That diploma is non-refundable. Already paid her off. But yeah, so I was <laughs> also <laughs> claps for that. Yeah, um, nice work. What to say? Yeah, it was his RA. <laughs> I somehow got promoted to head RA. They loved me there at Residence Life at UMF. So if we're really going to get into it. So give us the tea. I was in a relationship. Oh, there's the tea. It is hyping hot. And he had to to go. I could get in. We don't have time. That's another podcast. So I met Zach and just back to like the stupid confidence and like gut instincts like i was like that's the one like he has to be the one like he's the nicest freaking guy ever and i was like he's got to be my boyfriend so i dumped this loser after two on our anniversary dumped him and i was like zach like can we make this a thing and he thought for so long it was a joke like he like, i'm now you're, you're my boyfriend yeah like we're together even still today he thinks it's a joke <laughs> But I was so, like, bold about it, and he was not used to that, but eventually he accepted it. And right. And we're here to... <laughs> eventually, he's like, I should stop resisting. Yeah. And it seems like... He gave is... in. Right. He gave in, and it was the right thing to do. That makes sense. And... Like, truly, I'm a catch. Clearly, yeah. you're a catch. Except that, Zach. Right. And he, he's a catch as well. So right. So, it was good. <laughs> it was very good. And it's been eight years. It's been, yeah, we're going on eight years. Oh, that makes me sound so old. (laughs) No, it's it's good. I love it. We love a healthy relationship. Yes. (laughs) We love no toxic relationships. (laughs) Absolutely. That is, that is goals. But you got to sometimes go through those toxic relationships to understand what is not. I agree. I mean, the reason I'm asking, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you the point, but trying to balance careers so like you were like i'm either here at this radio station or i'm out how'd you balance like both of your careers post-grad because yeah that's a good question thank you thank you You, i mean i'm coming for the radio stuff honestly the best thing or one of the best things about our relationship is we're both very much like do what's best for you do your thing like me and him like a lot of people say like we're opposites like if you saw us you'd be like what the hell like we often do different things on the weekends like we hang out with different people and have different interests the core things are in common and that's what counts but so going off what you're saying we've both agreed like if we get a really good opportunity we're going for it and luckily we both work in similar areas so right now it's not a thing and I think now also it's been eight years rather than just a few when this initially was a topic but even now if either of us got a good opportunity like we're we're chasing that right for sure and making it work you know it's you just gotta do what you gotta do so the give and the take of the dream like, yeah dreams and stuff and- yeah I guess I'm very lucky that it hasn't been tested quite so I can't yeah, really yeah. speak to it it hasn't come to the point where we've had to move apart and have a long distance relationship but I think at this point we could handle it yeah, and you both want each other to succeed, and that's very important. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. That is so important in a relationship. All right, guys, I think we're going to take a break and talk about one of our partners for this episode. 
we want to tell you that we are drinking our Sea Dog Hard Seltzers. Because why wouldn't we be? Why wouldn't we? We are fully stocked. Liz and I both have at home our fully stocked fridges. That way when we have anyone come over, you know, you're not leaving here without a Sea Dog yeah, Hard so if Seltzer. if anyone needs one, just stop by Just the stop on in. <laughs> Open bar. But uh, yeah, we have Haley here. We pretty much, she walked in and she saw that we were working with Sea Dog and she was like, yes, we like, love where it. Where are those seltzers? So yeah, that's in. why I'm here. Yeah. So let's get the seltzers <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we. I'm drinking blueberry. <laughs> Haley, what are you drinking? I'm also drinking wild blueberry. It's yeah. delicious. And I have raspberry, so I'm kind of the outlier right now, but. We love the variety. Yeah, exactly. You're different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, 10 out of 10. Ooh, I love so them. good. They are good. You know, we got to bond over the design. They yes. were great design. I know, that's the first thing I've been saying to anyone. I'm like, oh, did you I want mean, one? Because the can. The can. So cute. Mm-hmm. So cute. The dog with the blue tongue, does yours have a red tongue? Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. I Planning. love that. Thank you, Sea Dog. Planning. Cute. I love that. <laughs> well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, cheers to <laughs> seltzers. Okay, so you're coming out of college. You know if you're going to stay in Maine, you want to work at Hot 104.7. So how did you land this job? Yes. So I knew I wanted to work there, so I did some sleuth work, as one (laughs) does, right, in 20, what was this, 14. And I figured out who the program director was who hires people. Oh, we love a hustler. I mean, stalker, hustler, they go hand in hand sometimes, and I'm not ashamed of that. So I found out who it was, and I wrote him a cover letter. It's Ryan DeLon, who's still at the radio station, and I wrote him a cover letter, a resume, sent that in, and heard crickets. And I was like, okay, you know what? He's a busy man. I'm going to send him a follow-up thank you card for potentially reading my resume. Thanks for maybe looking thank, at my email. Thank you for, like, knowing that I exist. Um, so I sent him that. Um, and I actually don't believe I still heard back yet. So then... I really hope he hears this. Oh, my... Oh, he knows. We still talk about how ridiculous I am. So that's two letters. And then I sent an email. And I was like, if this man does not get back to me, it wasn't meant to be, and that's fine. I'm not going to physically show up there because I wasn't that crazy yet. <laughs> so he, I got, he got back to me and was like, look, we're not hiring. <laughs> Boy, You're like, yeah, I know. I'm well aware. He's like, we're not hiring, but if you would like to come in and just meet with me and talk, I'll meet you. And I was like, perfect. I'm You're so like, You're charming. Great, Great. I'm in the parking lot, actually. <laughs> I'm actually in the trunk of your car, so thank you for that. Your family says hi. <laughs> I just took your dog for a walk. But that's where the stupid confidence came from. I just didn't give a damn. So I was like, perfect, he'll meet me. Ooh, I lost the hoop. That's how you know I'm getting excited. So I met with him and talked with him for like an hour. And we, you know, we hit it off he was great and he was like we're not hiring but like if something comes up you know maybe i'll reach out didn't expect to really hear anything because they you, anyone who was there had worked there since the very beginning right. of this station at that point it only been around for like four years mm-hmm. so i was like they're not getting out of here i'm gonna have to do something crazy to get them out but i didn't have to do that <laughs> luckily Weeks later, a girl left, and he was like, and it was, it was so perfect, because it was April, and Zach was graduating in May, and I was like, oh, yes, here she comes. Stars aligned. The stars aligned for me, you guys, so I went, and I moved in with Zach's parents, just me and them. He was still in college. (laughs) 
Um, that was a funny experience. It, they are very great, but like, here's just me living with his parents, mm-hmm. and I worked there. I've been there since the stock. <laughs> so that shows people that if you want something, even if they're not hiring, you can just apply and like yes. let them know you're there when they need you. Mm-hmm. Proof it works. Oh, like, absolutely. People say it all the time, but you're like, but like, does anything really happen from it? Yes, persistence is key. I yes. love the thank you card too. You're like. Just in case you're, like, I, I want you to know, like, I'm There's serious. There's written letter. Yeah. yeah. don't do that. People also exactly. tell you to do that. And, like, you also wonder, like, but does it matter? And, mm-hmm. like, it does. And that's what he, after the fact that I worked there and it was less weird, he was, like, honestly, that after you did that, that's why I was, like, I'll just talk to her. Right. And like, so it worked. Got my foot in the door. And if you get in there and you're a super weirdo, like, maybe it won't work out for you. But maybe it will. <laughs> it worked out for me. So... So, okay, you get the job. Is this your first time on air live? You're, yes. Yeah? How was yes. that? Oh, I was doing promotions. That's what I got hired for. Okay. And so what is promotions? Promotions is kind of like the contesting and events. So I would get prizes, and I still do this part of my job. It's just grown since then. But, you know, prizes for contests and planning events and, like, working with winners and listeners and stuff like that was kind of my focus. And then they liked my personality, I guess, or they were just desperate. Either way, it worked out, and they were like, let's try you on air. I was so bad. I was so, so bad. So nervous. And everyone's bad their first time, but It's not like, like something you can really train for. Like, you can yeah. be, like, in your mirror, like, this is all the things I'm going to say, but then you get in front right. of the microphone, you're probably like... Hi, guys. I yeah. can't imagine I got in front of you and I choked. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Like, I can't imagine. I was really scared. And granted, this is like a 24-year-old Haley. So she was a different girl. And she, I mean, still stupidly confident. But I was afraid to be myself because, you know, you get the reception of on yourself in that case. So I was just kind of like had a nervous voice and like didn't really know what to talk about Um and it just kind of grows with time. Like you get people's feedback or whatever. And you you realize that no matter who I am on air, people are going to be judgmental or feel some type of way. So I might as well just be myself because that's the easiest right. thing to do. So once I figured that out, it became so much easier to be live on air and more fun. But I was definitely awful. Like the first few months for sure. So, okay, you're saying, so have you ever gotten like, hate from people oh my god Ashley (laughs) the mean people are louder than the nice ones typically we definitely get great comments but we've gotten emails and angry calls and especially as of late because I mean we're lucky let me just say to be a small radio station and we're locally owned so we have a little more freedom with what we can say and with everything going on in the world as of late with Black Lives Matter and Donald Trump, we can speak our mind mm-hmm. on those things, and that pisses people off. And they, they reach out probably immediately. Oh, yes. Like, and you're oh, not yes. getting emails of people saying, like, I'm glad you said things. I mean, probably not as much. Yeah. And so that can be hard. But, okay, yes. so how do you navigate the... I don't know. How was your first time getting hate from someone? Oh, awful. I'm so sensitive. Even now, even today, I'm very sensitive. But you grow a thicker skin. Yeah. With every sword thrown, (laughs) which is like messed up to think about. But you do get stronger and like let it roll off you. I also feel like people think too, like until you get into these, I don't know, like meeting these people, you literally think they're not real. Right. Like just like even with like people on the radio. I remember when I was younger, I used to think like, 
Lori and what is it, Jeff? Jeff, yeah. I used to think they were famous, famous. Yes. Like I was like, they are celebrities. Like a five year old, you, you hear their voice. Literally. The place, like, like, I met Aww. them. And I was like, I met people from the radio. And like, you know what I mean? You yeah. don't think they're real people. And then you like, same thing when we're starting to like have these conversations mm-hmm. on like podcasts with like influencers that have like hundreds of thousands of followers. And you're like, oh, you're a real person. Right. Same thing with like someone on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, your comments, I go home and think about like I mean you don't want to but I'm sure you you do do. right yes you think about them and I think it's just like if you really stop to sit down I don't think any of our listeners are people like this but if you sit down and think about the fact that these are real people it just makes things a little bit different yeah I think you're 100% right like people say things like that because they don't realize they're actually affecting anybody they wouldn't say them in person like oh not a chance on the other end of the spectrum even like on the good end Mm -hmm. of them being real people is like we say this stuff all the time like it there's a person on the other end Mm -hmm. like there's a person and it's like even in the sense of like connecting with someone like Mm -hmm. you can feel more connected to someone knowing like Oh, like, you're going home to your family. Like, you have a life. And tough. How do you... What's, like, advice you could give to someone who is, like, putting themselves out there, Mm -hmm. whether it's online or whatever it is, and might experience some hate? Honestly, just know that it does not matter. Like, they... Anyone who will talk to you that way on the internet does not matter. And if people in your life are doing that, you need to get new people in your actual (laughs) life. So if the people who know you and know who you really are in your character are good to you as they should be anyone online like people have twitter fingers you know like Mm -hmm. people will say anything they're so comfortable and it comes from a place where like they're just like don't know you're a real person Mm -hmm. to them you're just on a screen and and also they're only thinking this is like something that we've come to realize they've thought about you for that literally that split second yes. they haven't thought about that again all day they haven't yes. thought about you again all day but you think about you it for think a- about mm-hmm. them all day and it's like they don't even really think that about you that extremely like yes. to the point that it should affect you you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's not getting any better no no. Girl, no it's worse every day and it's like there's more and more content like every mm-hmm. day like people are producing more content and people are responding to it right. more and more, and people are getting more comfortable. You just have to weed out the bad ones, and you'll see the good ones, and there's some really yes. good stuff in there. Yes. I agree. Okay, so how have you continued to grow in your career? I kind of put this one in there because I know you started in promotions, but when once you, like, got on air, like, what came next, and, like, how has your position grown to where you are now? Yeah, my position has grown so much, and I would say the biggest piece of advice in that sense is just be a sponge wherever you are and learn as much as you can and take any, I shouldn't say any opportunity, but any reasonable opportunity that comes your way because especially in radio, the more you know, the more valuable you are. And radio, I mean, people are losing their jobs every day if they only have one skill, like being on air. So for me, I started in promotions, as you said, and then someone asked me to learn how to do billing and because someone else left. And I was like, sure, I can do that. I have time. And then the on-air thing came. And then just more responsibilities trickled in as, like, other people left. And, like, I could do it faster than hiring a new person. So mm-hmm. I might as well just keep doing it. And I've probably done almost every single role at hot at this point at one time. We've ha- Like, I've done production obviously on air I've done all the music stuff that we have to do just because like I'm down to learn anything that someone 
will teach me. I love that you guys are like a small station. And it's cool too because if someone new comes on, you can be like, yeah, I've been there. I did that too. Right. And Mm -hmm. I can train people like quickly and like easily if someone leaves abruptly. So yeah, that is like the biggest thing that has helped me is just being open to learning whatever. So I have another question that I thought of from that. Can you tell us what a day in the life looks like for you? Like what time do you wake up? I've always been so curious and like, and yeah, full day. So my schedule has changed since the pandemic, but I'm still working the same hours Mm -hmm. in my life. So now I wake up at seven I work out every day because I got, you know, a lot brewing inside. Got to let that out. I I saw your workout video. It's pretty cool. So we got to let that aggression out. It's healthy. I go to work at 10. And every day, like, different things vary. But what I do every day is I'll go in and pre-record most of my show. I do some hours live. But as much as I can pre-record, I do because I have other stuff going on. I then schedule all the commercials that you hear on air. I schedule all the music, deal with things associated with that, like the billing and that kind of like boring side of business. But, you know, someone's got to get paid. I deal with winners and send them prizes. Right now we're mailing prizes, which is kind of sad because we used to have winners come in and we take a picture and it was like this big thing. But we obviously can't do that right now. So we're still doing prizes what else do I freaking do? Mixes we have to host. Um, and that pretty much fills up eight hours. I love that you guys pivoted during the pandemic and oh. you started doing your, what is it, like your $10,000 stimulus yes. thing? Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about yeah. that? So right when the pandemic hit, obviously, first of all, we couldn't give away like concert tickets and right. stuff like that that we would normally do. So we were like, how can we actually help people? Um, We used to do, we always do like a spring giveaway with money and we've done one called Break the Bank, Beat the Buzzer, but this one was more like how can we get the most money into people's hands who actually need it. So we did this $10,000 stimulus package giveaway where it was 10 weeks and we gave 100 winners $100 is what it ended up being. And they had to be from Maine, that was the only rule, you couldn't win twice. So we ended up giving out $10,000 to Mainers, which was really great it was a great feeling because you could tell the people needed it mm-hmm. and you're probably like kind of upset about the concert tickets and everything right. but then you could like see this really helping people and exactly that's be feeling nice and yeah. you guys did like a lot of um gift cards to, from different restaurants that yeah. like was i mean obviously restaurants were really hurt during this so right. that was really nice to see too thank you yeah we're we're trying to do anything we can to help i mean we're also a small business so we 100 get how hard it mm-hmm. is so this month august is we're doing hot radio main restaurants restaurant month so we're giving away a hundred dollars in gift cards to local businesses for the whole month so local restaurants specifically but that's awesome thanks because you guys did updates throughout like during all this right i think ryan did like morning updates about things like that you needed to know Mm -hmm. regarding the pandemic and i remember right when it was happening like i can just hear his voice like saying things that were happening Mm -hmm. and oh my god like that was before you know what I mean like when we were all really emotional like didn't know what was going to happen and it's so crazy like people the radio can be you know changing and and Mm -hmm. music's changing and play you know people are plugging in their iPods and stuff iPods how old am I I I was with it I was like yes iPods no my shuffle you know what I mean like you will not but there is something about like especially during those times like listening to the radio 
hearing that stuff on your way to work in such like pivotal historical moments that you guys get to be part of like you and Ryan get to be part of people's memories of these things Thank you. Wow. That's really special. She got like goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, no, that was but really special, Ashley. <laughs> I just am like thinking about it, and like it's so. It was so weird thinking like he was like, oh, so many people have like died today, and like mm-hmm. this is what we're gonna do to help, and I like our hearts are going out to all the people on the front lines, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. like this is crazy. And anyways, yeah. his voice and it's is nice ingrained that you guys in my head. Can talk about that stuff too. Yeah, and, like, we're adapt. so lucky. Yeah. yeah, I think I would have a harder time if I didn't work at a radio station where I could openly like talk about things like that. Yeah. But it's been an emotional couple of months, you guys. Oh my <laughs> it god, really and it's has. easier to be able to let it out. You're it's- definitely fortunate, lucky to be on a place that will back you up. Like yes. you don't even back back that up with. Oh, sorry. back back that up. Back that ass up, girl. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> on a more light note. <laughs> When did you start DJing? Oh, um, so I started DJing about three years ago. So a lot of people at Hot did. Ryan did, and we had this guy, Miho, who was like my mentor, one of my favorite humans. He lives in Miami now. He's doing his thing. But <laughs> one day, or not one day, but over time, I was like, that looks really cool. And like, they're making extra money doing that. Like, I wonder if I could do that. It looks fun. So I talked to him about it and he said, look, if you can dance, you can DJ. And I've danced since I was a kid. So that's why he kind of said that. And I was like, what does that mean? And it basically means if you have rhythm, you can DJ. Um, And he taught me pretty quick. Like, no, I wasn't good pretty quick, but the basics of it. And I was like, wow, that still stuck with me because that's so true. If you can dance, you can DJ because it's the same thing, only a different part of your brain. Um, So I started doing that, which has been awesome awesome because not only has it hooked me up with gates through the station but I've been doing weddings and things of that nature and it's helped me connect to listeners even on a different level as well like and I know they're like live your rock star days <laughs> thank you Liz yeah are we not gonna talk about we that can bring it back you're to literally that. a rock star <laughs> exactly so I do go by DJ Hailstorm that's what oh, my okay. that's what my skirt says my table skirt I do love that <laughs> As we're wrapping things up here, what is something you could go back and maybe tell yourself, tell the Haley that's considering getting into radio or like doesn't know how she's going to achieve that rock star dream of hers. What could you tell her and maybe anyone that has those feelings? I would say to always just trust your gut instinct because I think all the biggest mistakes I've ever made in my life, I've known they were mistakes before I've done them, (laughs) but still did them regardless. And we're blessed with this gut instinct that like we do choose to ignore and I still do at 28. Like it happens to the best of us. But I think if your gut is telling you something, that's the move. Like do that. Always do that. Yeah. I need to do that more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We need to work on it. We're getting there. We're getting better. So I think podcast. All this advice is really I know. filling oh us up. Yes, it good. like messes us up though because think of like getting all this, you know, meeting all these people mm-hmm. with this great advice. We like leave and we're like, oh my god, like we gotta really use the advice. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so great. Mm-hmm. I love being able to just, especially when it's main people feeling so connected to yes. them after you listen like i'm gonna go listen to the radio in the morning and i'm like hey no yeah, my god i gosh. know her yeah. we're and, friends and yeah, disclaimer like, to the to our listeners we wanted to have Haley on like months ago months. and then we all know what happened mm-hmm. and now we're having her so I'm we've so been glad. waiting months for this episode yes, yes. 
And just here. to set the scene for you guys all, Haley's at my house, my tiny little cute house. There's <laughs> so romance going on. There's a couple candles. candles. Very intimate here, yes. This is, we were getting a lot of rain and wind. We were mm-hmm. like, we might lose power. Let's set the, set the mood here. But mm-hmm. yes, so it's so nice when we get to especially be in one of Liz and I, uh, one of our houses um, and really get to connect with our list or our guests. So thanks again, Haley. We loved having you on. Oh, and Liz, you. that was a good one. Let's go get a Sea Dog Seltzer.